Good afternoon. Hello. 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 Was that the three studios who did that? Good afternoon. Welcome back. This is To the Saints. It's a radio program because it's on the radio. <laughs> it's also on the line. <laughs> on the line. Streaming on the line on at the, uh, line. the bridge1120.com and on our website, to the saints.com. To the saints.com. All together now. What's the name of that website? To the saints.com. That's good. I like it. All right. Um, we are people. <laughs> uh, I was going to give an explanation of who we are, but you can figure that out on the website too. That's there. We have a little bit of our stories. You can listen. You can ask questions and comments on our website. Please do. Um, Tell us, even if you understand everything, tell us that too. Hey, I get all this. Okay, great. Woo! Thanks for letting us know. Uh, that's at tothesaints.com. Questions, comments, support. What else is on there? They're all looking at me with the door of the Explorer blinks. I don't know. Well, the, I mean, the shows, they can listen to yes. past Yes, listen shows. to past shows. And, commu- you know, and... Um, interact with us yeah, interact. Yes. concerning the shows on the comments Yeah, I wanted to thanks for bringing that up because I wanted to quickly speak to that every one of our this is our sixth week fifth or sixth week um, and our shows build on each other and so if we're saying something that you don't quite understand we've probably talked about it in a previous show as well and we're just building on something we've already spoken about because that that's really what the lord does and how he works he um he he builds he takes you through an experience then he takes you through it on a deeper level and then on a deeper level again and again you think you've oh i learned that well you're going to learn it again (laughs) uh more even and so so i encourage you to go back and listen to that these are all connected Mm -hmm. and speaking of being connected i am connected to my brothers and sisters in the other room my name is rc allison this is Tyrone. Andrew. This is Carrie. This is Bridget. All right. Well, this week we want to continue to explore the love between Christ, the bridegroom, and the church, the bride. It's the greatest story. Well, it is a great story, but it's the greatest <laughs> love story of all time. <laughs> and it is the eternal purpose. Yes. Amen. As Allison shared with us last week, The love between Christ and the church is woven throughout Scripture from Genesis with the first Adam and first Eve to Revelation with the marriage supper of the bride bride and church and the lamb, bridegroom, Christ, now wife and the husband. Yes. And for this show, we're slowly going through the poetic (laughs) romantic book of Song of Songs. I like the way he emphasized. Slowly. Slowly. And hey, R.C. Hey, Andrew. Did you know that you can see Christ in the church in this book, Song of Songs? You can. I think I knew that. I learned that last week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, they didn't teach me that in Bible college. They didn't. No, they didn't. I I didn't go to Bible college. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me save you some money right there. (laughs) Okay. They don't teach you that. (laughs) Okay. Good to know. (laughs) But it is truly amazing to see the love shared between Christ and the church in the Song of Songs. Yes. Yes. Amen. To see King Solomon as a picture of Christ and his Shulamite bride as a picture of the church. Yes. Now, a little background to the Song of Songs. We have Solomon. He's ruling in the time of peace. And the Shulamite girl, she's from the country. She's not royalty. Mm -hmm. We have the king 
who's pursuing the Shulamite girl. You know, we were chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. In Christ, he doesn't see us as being from the country. No. <laughs> he sees us as blameless and holy mm-hmm. in him. Yes. But there's more for this Shulamite girl, more than just wanting a glimpse of the king. We have this initial love that we, we just started on last week. She's in love with the king. Amen. And the Song of Songs uses all these um, flowery descriptions. <laughs> we, use, we use all the senses. <laughs> all the senses, yes. We have taste, tasting wine. Yes. Touch, mm-hmm. kissing. Mm-hmm. S- even smell. Yes. Yep. She longs to smell him. Yes. And we have Christ drawing us closer to him. Mm-hmm. So we have a scene going into the Im- inner chamber. Mm-hmm where the bride is vulnerable and exposed. Mm. And uh, Carrie uh, was sharing a lot about the old nature versus new nature and relating that to man's system versus Christ's ways. Mm -hmm. And in this, we have the beginning stages of starting to see ourselves one with Christ and not necessarily separate from him. Right. And we can do this through the Spirit who's revealing this to us. We begin to see the new nature and this involves a, leave, a leaving of the country, leaving. Oh, can't stay Egypt. where we are? No, we have to go into Solomon's, his place, <laughs> <laughs> his house, his, 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 uh, yes. his abode. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, now, the, the bride in this initial love part, she doesn't fully know who she is in Christ. She mm-hmm. starts to see herself as, as connected, but part, but she still has all this doubt. She sees herself as... Uh, comely and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not necessarily in Christ yet. And the king responds to her in, in Song of Songs 1 8, and he really encouraged her to spend more time with him mm-hmm. in his presence. Mm-hmm. And the, the king tells the bride to seek out other sheep who mm-hmm. have sought Christ and know his voice. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is not new even for us. There's believers today who stand in truth in the position of the one flock. Yes. And they gather together unto the Lord. They stand on the ground of Christ, the church. Yes. And as we've heard in the past, we stand on the shoulders of those who have known him before us. Mm -hmm. So we encourage you to to find them, seek, seek them out. Yes. And when you find them, when you read their stories and you read their Revelation, Declaration of Christ, you will find true food and true rest. Ultimately, you will find Christ. Well, we concluded last week with the Shulamite girl having a choice, a choice to follow the footsteps. Mm -hmm. That's right. And and we have a choice, too. All of us have a choice to make. We can go back to the country, go back Mm -hmm. to the world system, Mm -hmm. or we can continue to follow the footsteps of those We've gone before. We can continue Amen. to follow the footsteps leading to Christ. Yes. Amen. And it really is a choice. Yes, yeah. it is. Well, that's a, a quick, brief recap of last week. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed it is. But we do invite you to re-listen to the audio recording on tothesaints.com, uh-huh. and we certainly welcome your responses yes. and interacting on the comments. Now, today we plan to continue to explore the initial love and start the next section on faltering love. The mm-hmm. last part of the show will be bringing back the ever-popular Seeing Christ in Movies. <laughs> ever-popular, yes. <laughs> and you don't want to miss it. No, you don't. So please c- 
continue listening to today's broadcast, and please don't change the station. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you are listening to The Bridge, 1120. <laughs> right, you are. So stay there. <laughs> That's good. Oh, that was awesome. Hey, so I, I, I wondered if we might, I don't remember if we did this last week or not. If we did, I missed it. Kind of outline what we're seeing as, as, as kind of the general umbrella of, in, in Song of Songs. Because you, you just mentioned the initial love to the faltering love. And so there, there are how many? Five mm-hmm. themes. Um, and we start with initial love. Mm-hmm. And then we move on to faltering love, which then goes to what? Growing love. Growing love. Mm-hmm. Okay. To transforming love. Mm-hmm. To mature love. Mm-hmm. Mature love. All right. Which is different than initial love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like when we first met our spouses, there was that initial love. Mm-hmm. Now we've been married for umpteen years and... And now there's a mature love there. And it's still a growing and transforming love, too. Right. It doesn't just happen just right. because no. we happen to live in the same house together for years. And true. Years. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's a choice every day. And you have to enter into relationship. Mm-hmm. Talk to each other. Mm-hmm. So we have this song that um, we're not going to sing, <laughs> but we are going to <laughs> recite to the listeners today. Um, it's a song that some of the churches that we are a part of sing, and it's called True Love, and I'll start it off. Jesus, I need to know true love, deeper than the love found on earth. Take me into the king's chamber, cause my love to mature. Let me know the kisses of your mouth, let me feel your embrace. Let me smell the fragrance of your touch. Let me see your lovely face. Take me away with you. Mm-hmm. Take me away. <laughs> <laughs> Even so, Lord, come. Yes. I love you, Lord. Yes. I love you more than life. Yes. I love you, Lord. Mm-hmm. I love you more than life. Amen. My heart, my flesh, yearn for you, Lord. Mm-hmm. To love you is all I can do. Mm-hmm. You have become my sole passion. Yes. Cause my love to be true. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that because we talked about going, the last part was to mature. Mature love. Yes. Yeah. It says cause mm-hmm. my love to mature. Yes. Yep. Amen. You know, and cause it to be true. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, this week we're going to kind of, talk about some other things that the Lord um, is kind of bringing her more into, causing that love to mature. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hit on this on a couple of weeks ago, talking about centers, you know, what is our true center and things like that. Well, we mm-hmm. see this being played out here in the um, initial part of the Song of Songs. Um, it's around verse uh, chapter 1, 9 through 11. And um, he's talking to her. He's telling her, you know, look, uh, you know, I can compare you to a company of horses in Pharaoh's chariots. Your cheeks are comely with rows of jewels, your neck with chains of gold. But we will make you a border. We make you borders of gold with studs of silver. And <clears throat> this kind of still has that same flavor here where um, it's talking about he is really it seems like he's complimenting her on her natural self. But he's pointing out to her that um that that natural self is not something that she needs to rely on anymore. Right. Um, initially, we are very strong people mm-hmm. in a way of, um, 
what we can do, our strengths and things like that. And some people, they can also play on their weaknesses too, where they've made those certain things that they can't do something because of their weakness. Mm -hmm. And so either way, it's still the natural man and it's still the natural man trying to do things in his own effort. And he is the source of his strength. Um, and so he's kind of just telling her this and letting her know that, you know, I see that you're like this, but we have made you different and yeah. we are making you different. We're changing your center. And, mm -hmm. you know, so I, I see here that, you know, he's talking to her. He's like, I see here that you, you know, you've been attached to Pharaoh's chariots mm -hmm. and, fa and that idea of Pharaoh's chariots is this idea of being attached to the world system, mm -hmm. um, being under the enslavement of Satan you know, being under his um, reign and dominion. Mm -hmm. And, you know, out of that, we will, na we will naturally operate out of, out of ourselves. Yeah. And so he's, you know, and so we were harnessed to pull that chariot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, real quick, I wanted mm -hmm. to point out right there, um, you know, there's so much symbolism and we could keep going on and on. But this idea of being a Pharaoh's chariot, you know, you're, you're pulling something. Yeah. Right. And... What are we? What are you striving for? Mm -hmm. What what system are you in, and what are you striving at? Oh, that's good. Yeah, yes. Out of your natural strength, right. you're pulling this chariot. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and you know, so you know, again, he's he's talking to her, and he's like, she's got a, you know, you have a good measure of beauty, strength, and swiftness. You have talent, um, which is represented by this horse. You know, you've, you've seen horses; they're majestic. Some of them are wow. very majestic. Um, in nature and things, and they can pull. Or what are those horses that used to pull the Budweiser? The Clydesdales. The Clydesdales. Yeah, Even old, if you look yeah. at those, you know, they're beautiful <laughs> horses, you know. Um, but there's a certain sense here when he's talking about, you kind of see the silver, the gold and the silver that's talked about there. It is, um, silver usually represents um, redemption. Mm -hmm. And so he's talking about out of, um, out, because of redemption, because I've redeemed you, I have brought you out of the world system, out of mm -hmm. Egypt, off of that chariot. You're not, no longer having to pull that chariot anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and so now what do you do with your natural strength? You know, what is it that um, you'll, you'll end up finding yourself falling? Um, what do you want to say? It's limited. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. It's very limited. Your natural self, you'll find that once you're not pulling that chariot any longer, you will find that your natural strength can only take you so far. It runs out. You run out of your mm -hmm. energies. And especially when you realize you don't have to pull it anymore. So, well, now what do I do? Mm -hmm. um, and now you think, I've lost my purpose. Yes. Now what do I Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. I've lost my identity. Now what do I do? Yeah. I was this beautiful horse for Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. But now what am I? And this is where the Lord says, yeah. but I will make you. <laughs> Yeah, so exactly, I will make you. And so you see this up here where he's talking about we. Mm -hmm. Who we, is this yes. we? You know, here, all we have right now is just the king and the Shulamite woman. Mm -hmm. So who's this we? You know, and so when we kind of think back to at least what in my mind, I go back to the gardener at the beginning, let us. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Make man in our image. Make man in our image. Mm -hmm. You know, so this is a corporate effort to make her who she's truly to be. Mm -hmm. You know, and so you see this and... um you know, she, here she is. You're very strong. You're very naturally able to do certain things, but I am making you something that can rely on me. Yes. I am changing you from your source of having to be the one that does everything to now you rely on my life. Yep. Um, yes. You are not necessarily, you know, you know, we talk about even Paul saying being he's a slave to Christ. Mm -hmm. um, it's a different kind of slave. Yes. Right. You stay because you want to. Mm -hmm. um, you don't see it that way. And um, and at this point, you are really, truly free um, when you are that type of slave, the one that Paul talked about. Um, 
I like how you point out here that um, the the borders of gold with studs of silver that mm-hmm. they're making a crown for her. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's upon the foundation of redemption, mm-hmm. like you were saying, in silver that this is possible to accomplish because of the work that Christ Jesus has done. Mm-hmm. Um, but the gold always speaks of divinity, of divine life. Right. And the, God is making the church fit to rule and reign with Christ by his own divine life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, For me, it was, um, you know, to talk about her, her hair and then a, a crown that they're making and the hair is no longer what shows it's the crown that's on mm-hmm. top. And so mm-hmm. for me, it was like, okay, what's the head? What, you know, what's the mm-hmm. significance? Mm-hmm. And so you see this crown and now you have the, the true head. That's what yes. gets the focus. Yeah. That's good. Yes. 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 It's that crown. Mm-hmm. It's not her natural beauty or right. her natural strength mm-hmm. anymore. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's really good. That is good. Um, yeah, so you'll see, you know, that is part of even a, as us with believers, as we walk with him, he will begin to change your center. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, he no longer wants you to rely on yourself as the source to um, even pursue him, mm-hmm. even to go on or even to be um, transformed. Um, it's really his doing that is, that changes you. Mm-hmm. And I guess I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about some examples of what I mean when I say that. Really, you know, some examples of naturally, you know, you could be a great speaker mm-hmm. um, or you're naturally quiet or you're very intelligent or you're very administrative. You're organized. You like your ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Sounds like there's no one in here that's like no. that. <laughs> Nobody can relate to that. And so, you know, so we'll rely on that. And, and you know, and a lot of Christendom, even even recently with my son taking this class, um, they were trying to talk to him. It was a Christian type class trying to talk to him about his strength and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And really that and, and looking at those, you were supposed to find what God had called you to do. Mm. What, what, are, what are you supposed to do? And, mm-hmm. and based on your your own natural, natural strengths, yeah. your own natural yeah. strengths or weaknesses. <clears throat> and um and it's so it, when the Lord changes your center, you really can't rely on those things mm-hmm. because, I mean, OK, take a look. Great speaker. If you're a great speaker, usually you'll get slotted in the Christian world, mm-hmm. slotted for a preacher. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to be a great preacher. You should mm-hmm. just because you can talk well, you should do this mm-hmm. or a singer. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can mm-hmm. sing. You need yep. to lead worship, you yep. know. And so, you know, a lot of these things are looking at your natural strengths. But what happens if the Lord takes any of that away? Right. What if you lose your ability to speak? Do you lose the Lord? Right. Are you then no longer valuable to the kingdom? Right. And um, but then you but then you take a look at somebody like Moses, mm-hmm. who had no really no ability to speak. I mean, he's yeah. even telling the Lord, "I yeah. can't speak. Mm-hmm. I stutter." What in the world do you want me to go in front of Pharaoh? And on either side, we cannot fall. You can't rely on the fact that you're a great speaker or the fact that you're not a great speaker. Mm-hmm. Because it's in the middle that you'll find his life because he's the only one who speaks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. We're not saying that if you're a good speaker and you feel like the Lord's called you to proclaim him, mm-hmm. um, that you shouldn't. Right. No. We're just saying, you know, look through your, your spiritual eyes, your spiritual senses. What is the Lord calling you to do regardless mm-hmm. of that? And then he can use some of those things, but he will also give you what you need. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and a good question is, um, will I be okay if he never asks me to use this strength? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Or if you have a weakness, will I be okay if he ever does ask me oh, to yeah. walk in this despite my weakness? Ooh, yes. Yeah. 
And that's when we know we're really relying on the Lord. Right. Um, I, you're reminding me of a story um, of a very large church in a very large city. I'm not going to call it out because I don't feel comfortable with that. But um, basically there was a, a gentleman and um, who taught one of the largest Sunday school classes in this very large church. It was very well known. And um, he became sick and the Lord took away his voice. He could not teach that class anymore because he literally could not get up there and speak. Um, and, you know, of course, everyone's praying for him to be healed and, right. and you know, um, and he finally got to the point where he um, came to the Sunday school class and basically was stepping down. You know, they, they, they weren't going to wait for him to get better anymore because this had been months. Um, and and um, essentially it kind of surrendered that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lord, I, I'm not going to be the teacher of this large class. You're not going to utilize me in that way. Um, and had, had essentially given himself over to the fact that this isn't how the Lord um, has need of me. Um, and it was at that Sunday school class, as he's telling the class, that I'm stepping down, you know, this is not what the Lord has, that his voice came back. <laughs> 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 and um, and it was almost like it was that heart issue that the Lord was saying. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Are, are you going to hold on to this? Are you going to claim this as your own? Does this have to be you and of mm-hmm. you and by you? And, you know, and when, when there was that relinquishing of it, the Lord was like, okay, now I have a way through. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't any longer out of the natural self. Exactly. And. I think the thing is, is he, he's wanting us to begin to see the difference between our natural strength and his strength. Because uh-huh. his strength, like you, you hear, he's like, my burden is light. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because it's me who's doing it for you. Mm-hmm. If you allow me to work through you, it's different than you trying to do it yourself in your own strength. And mm-hmm. until we can kind of come to those understandings, we won't have the proper place of our strengths and weaknesses. Um, anything, our strength or weaknesses, if if you are a great speaker, I'm only using that as a an, an, one that most of us can relate to. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, coming into this relationship with the Lord, if he asks you to lay it down, mm-hmm. put it on the altar mm-hmm. um, and let it be consumed yep. uh, in a way of it going into death. And if he happens to bring it back out or bring it back up, it'll be redeemed and it'll be out of his strength. Right. It'll be out of his own ability to to continue to, for you to be a great speaker. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, anything can be done with that. Even if you're naturally quiet, you can say, oh, I'm just a quiet person. I, I can't ever say anything. I can't ever um, speak in front of crowds or there's no way I could be a part of a church that, you know, we're all participating because mm-hmm. I can't speak in front of people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very intimidating. Um, I was one of those people. Mm-hmm. And now I'm on the radio. I'm on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking all the time. And so, I, you know, personally, I would probably fall, you know. Or Allison's raising her hand over there. Oh, I'm giving you a high five across the I know. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got these... Solidarity n- system. I know. <laughs> these naturally quiet people who... I could stay in that if I wanted to, mm-hmm. but if I want to know more of the Lord and work out of His strength, then, then I need to come out of that, be willing to follow Him where He goes in that. Mm-hmm. Even laying my quietness on the altar yes. and right. saying, I will speak if you ask me to, mm-hmm. even yes. if it's imperfect. Yep. Right. Yes. Um, and that's just a personal example of, you know, coming to that place, understanding that there is this natural resource or my natural bending or my natural way of doing things. And then there's God's way of doing mm-hmm. things. And he's trying to bring us into his way of doing things. And it's always by his son. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the strength that he gives you, everything that you're going to need to be able to do anything in this life, he'll give you his son to do it. Yep. Um, yeah, I think um, you know, the book by Watchman Nee, Song of Songs, he says, there are many who make no progress in spiritual life simply because of the intrusion of natural movements. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So our encouragement to, to those who are listening and to each other is, you know, we want to move on spiritually with the Lord. And we want to move on in this promised land. We don't want to be hindered by our natural selves. Mm-hmm. And, and naturally speaking, mm-hmm. we want to muster up more of ourselves. Yeah. We, do. we want to try harder. We yes. want to do more. We want to see, okay, what, what else can I do? What, what else do I have that, that I can draw closer to the Lord? And the Lord's saying, no, do die nothing. to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you die to that? Right. I mean, everything in our culture Mm-hmm. All every movie we watch, every TV show we see, every song we hear, basically too, speaks of this one hero, mm-hmm. who who puts it all on his back and he does it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, some movies nowadays are starting to be a team of heroes who put it on their back. Mm-hmm. But but really, it's us getting out of the way. I mean, so so it's ingrained in us to be that hero. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, John Wayne and Chuck Norris. I mean, and you, you can list all the different guys from the past who people would say that that. That's my hero. You know, that's a hero. That's the guy who can get us out, who can save the world and get us out of it all. Well, there, there is one hero. Only one. But there is just one. And, and, and it's not each of us taking turns. <laughs> Being that hero. There's one hero, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and it's his life that does it through whomever he chooses to do it through. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just the whole idea of, of you know cowboying up you've heard that term cowboy up and that that's basically manning up and and putting mustering up all my natural strength to accomplish this one thing that is a yeah and the lord says no 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 cowboy down Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) you know lose all that natural strength and let and let my strength do this yes i mean even in america we have that idea I can pull myself up. I can do mm-hmm. this. I'm, you know, I'm very independent, that rugged independence. Self-sufficient. I'm self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. I need nothing. Don't give up. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Maybe Never surrender. Try give up. Yeah. Give up. <laughs> try that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and the Lord's actually saying that in this regard of changing centers. Give up your center. Mm-hmm. Right. Make me yours. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it, it is um, uncomfortable to us because we have yeah. a natural desire to glorify ourselves. Yes, we do. To increase ourselves. Yes. And that's why we want to use our natural strength mm-hmm. in the things of the Lord. Our because God then we have ability. something to glory yes. in. Oh, my goodness. As our well. God-given ability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, and he's saying, no, I have one who glorifies me. Mm-hmm. It's my son. Right. And I put you in my son. And yes. he alone is who glorifies me. Not you. Jesus. Not you and your natural strength. Right. Not you and your natural self. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's hard I want you to, to rely on him. Mm-hmm. Yes. The encouragement, though, is through him we can do all things. Exactly. That's the point of that verse. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is one of the first areas where you experience the idea of the cross, um, where you will, you know, the Lord will bring you to a place possibly with some of those things, some of your strengths and weaknesses, and say, okay, are you going to hold on to your strength or Mm -hmm. your weakness, or are you going to come to me? Right. And you do have to make a choice. Um, to, you know, will we choose to lay down our natural abilities or disabilities mm-hmm. for the sake of him being the center? Yeah. For Christ being all. For him being all. So, yeah. Indeed. Awesome. 
name of this tune is called Lay It Down. <laughs> <laughs> Lay it down or let it down? Lay it down. Okay. So we're laying it down. Hey, but we're going to pick it back up next segment in just a minute. Yep. We're still going through Song of Songs, seeing Christ and His Bride, and we're still in initial love. <laughs> but it's a good, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. We'll be back. You're listening to to the Saints. Yeah, somebody's got to say. <laughs> L is for the way you look at me O is for the only one I see V is very, very extraordinary E is even more than anyone that you adore Can love is all that I can give Welcome back. This is the Bridge 1120. You're listening yes. to To the Saints. To the Saints. I said something. <laughs> and we've just been uh, going slowly through Song of Songs and seeing uh, Christ's love for the church mm-hmm. and the church's love for Christ Amen. in that story. Amen. You can listen to everything on the website, to the saints.com afterwards. Mm-hmm. You can even listen to our stories where Tyrone talks more. <laughs> so before the break, we were we were talking about how Christ uh, being in him reveals how we can depend on our natural self mm-hmm. and how he has overcome that in us and that we depend on him yes. uh, for his life to come through and not just our gifts that we were born with, whether it's speaking in public, whether it's what else did you say, Carrie? Uh, whether it's singing, singing, whether it's being, being intelligent, being or administrator, being yeah, I mean, just anything. Help, helping, cleaning, whatever it may be, <laughs> encouraging. <laughs> and so we're we're just encouraging whoever's listening to lay it down, whatever it may be, so that Christ can resurrect it how He wants it to be according yes. to His life. Yes. Yeah. Seek Him about that. Yes. Have a conversation with Him. Mm-hmm. Is this something you want me to lay down? Mm-hmm. And he'll tell you, believe me. We're not saying any of those things are bad. We're no. saying we, we're not called to depend on ourselves. No, nope. right. not any longer. We don't pull that chariot. Our life comes from the Lord. Yep. We eat and drink from him. Speaking yes. of eating and drinking. Yes. yes, that is right. So one of the things um, that kind of leads next in the next verse, <laughs> chapter one of and then 12 to 13 is, you know, now she's the while the king. I'll read the verse while the king sits at his table. I don't even know how you spell it, say that. My Spikenard? Yeah, Spikenard. <laughs> sends forth its fragrance. Perfume. My beloved, my perfume. My beloved is to me a bundle of myrrh that lie at night between my breasts. Um, I know, we said breast on the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get used to it. Is this a kissing book? <laughs> I think this is past kissing. <laughs> PG. PG. But what I like practically, I mean, and especially in our, I can say that for most of us in this, all of us in this room, the natural thing or the next thing, he's like, okay, you need to change your center. Mm-hmm. But he's not saying you have to do it. He's saying I've already changed it, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to show you that it's changed and how to work out of that. But how does he do that? And it's by eating and drinking. Right. Yes. I mean, that's the very next thing he shows her. 
you know, he's like, um, so, you know, while the king sits at his table. It's and not she, a little table. No, it's not a little table. <laughs> yeah, and she's there, too, you know, and she's happy about being there. So, you know, sitting at the same table means they're spending time together. They're mm-hmm. eating together. They're, you know, interacting with one another. Um, and so that's the very next thing he leads her to is like, you eat and drink of me. This is how you're going to get to change your center. And what was really fun to look at here is that uh, Solomon's table, just the idea, the representation or that type and shadow of the table who is Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, you see here in um, it's first Kings, I think, uh, four twenty through 25. And I was only going to read um, just a little part where it talks about there's like the one day's provision just for his table. This is just for one day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to back up a little bit because I kind of like all of it. Um, so you see this picture of there's Judah, the, the, the picture of the peace that is here mm-hmm. and that okay. they're enjoying yep. things, mm-hmm. you know. And so you have it says in 20, it starts in 20. It says Judah and Israel were many like the sands, which is by the sea in the multitude. And they ate and drank and rejoiced awesome. right there. I mean, that's let's go to the sand and drink. (laughs) Yes, I know. right? (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) And it says Solomon reigned over all the kingdoms of of from the Euphrates River to the land of the Philistines and to the border of Egypt. And they brought tribute and served Solomon all the days of his life. Now, just insert Christ. Yeah. Mm. Christ reigns Mm -hmm. over all the kingdoms, all the kingdoms, all kingdoms, Mm -hmm. the entire earth, those visible and invisible. Yep. And they brought tribute and served Christ all the days of his life. Not our life, his life, mm-hmm. which is eternal. So it's always. Amen. Um, but then you get to the part in 22 where it talks about Solomon's provision for one day. Solomon's provision for one day was 30 measures of fine flour, 60 measures of meal, 10 fat oxen. <laughs> fat. Fat. Oxen. Not, ten, them, not them skinny oxen. 10, ten fat oxen. oxen. Mm-hmm, okay. 20 pasture-fed cattle. 20 cows. That's that grass-fed mm-hmm. sheep pa- right there. Yeah, grass-fed <laughs> sheep. <laughs> Not grain-fed. No. A <laughs> hundred sheep. <laughs> um, and besides hearts, gazelles, roebucks, and fatted fowl, and all kinds of choices. That's, that that is that? Ro- Robux. That's daily. Robux. Yeah, whatever they are. <laughs> so, you know, Every this is daily. this is one. This is just one day's provision of food that is spread about this table that feeds everyone. Right. And, you know, that really is a type and shadow of Christ is the one who feeds. He is the table and the food. Yes. Um, so Sounds we come, extravagant. Uh, yeah, yes, it does. It does. Uh, you'll see that here in a minute in First uh, Kings 10, the response that this queen had to him when she saw it. But so okay. it goes on and says, so for he had dominion over all the region west of the Euphrates. And I can't say the rest of that from... Uh-huh. All those places. All those places to Gaza. Thank you. Over all the kings west of the river, and he had peace on all sides of him. Judah and Israel dwelt safely. Mm -hmm. Every man under his vine and his fig tree. That is in the days of Solomon. And we're actually in the days of Solomon right now because Mm -hmm. we are in Jesus Christ. Because in Christ he is reigning reigning right now. Mm -hmm. Right now. You know, and so this is actually a foretaste or they were able to foretaste what we are experiencing today or can experience today. Mm-hmm. But I really like here it says First Kings ten five, and it talks about. So this queen has come to come visit to really because she's heard about this infamous Solomon and everything that he has. And she comes to see what this is, to see what it's all about. And it says the food of his table, the seating of his officials, the standing at attention of his servants, their apparel, his cupbearers, his Ascent by which he went up to the horse of the Lord 
and the burnt offer house. house. Sorry, not horse. House. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, that is a weakness. Yes, <laughs> and I'm still speaking anyway. That's right. And so, um, house of the Lord or the burnt offerings he sacrificed. And the very last part of that says, and she was breathless and overcome. Yep. He took her breath away. He did. And that's what he does to his bride. Mm-hmm. When you <laughs> see him and you see that table spread before him, or when you see Jesus Christ, you become breathless and you are overcome. Yes. And that's where you get that, that second part of her saying, my perfume spills forth. Mm-hmm. You're just overwhelmed with his presence mm-hmm. and what and his provision. Really, it's the richness of his provision. She's enjoying the abundance of who he is. Yep. Um, so would you say that he... Um, has a uh, big house. <laughs> no, a big table. <laughs> well, no, with lots table. and lots of food, lots right? Lots of food in the song, <laughs> yeah, too. That's true. I want to read something. I, I think this fits. Somebody said this. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless you eat the fle- flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise him up on the last day. Mm-hmm. For my flesh is true food, mm-hmm. and my blood is true drink. Yep. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, yeah. and I in him. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever feeds on me, he also will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not as the fathers ate and died. Mm-hmm. Whoever eats on this bread will live forever. Mm-hmm. Somebody said that. <laughs> Somebody said that. Somebody. <laughs> well, it yes, goes back amen. to you are what you eat. Yes. We've always heard that. We eat junk food. Our body, our source that we derive from is, is junk. Mm-hmm. We eat of Christ, the true food. We have a whole new life within us. Yep. yep. Yes. That was John six fifty three. Through something. <laughs> so was that John that said that? No. No, it was somebody else. Oh, somebody else. <laughs> Are those the red letters? It was red letters. Oh. <laughs> that might That's give it hint. away. Yeah. It's a hint. <laughs> this is a red letter moment right here. The Lord has always been wanting us to eat and drink. He's always offered himself in a way of food. We have the tree in the garden. We have manna. We have, you know, yep. especially him saying... It was Jesus that said that. I am the bread of life. Yeah. Eat me. That's who it was. It was. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Andrew. <laughs> That's right, Andrew. That is correct, Andrew. Right. That's true. <laughs> and there was also, even in the Old Testament, people um, were to set aside a portion of the sacrifice to eat mm-hmm. um, for nourishment and strength. And so he's always been wanting, that's even a shadow, type and shadow of eating of the Lord, you know, because yeah. the ultimate sacrifice that was laid on the cross, you know, was one laid on the cross mm-hmm. was Jesus Christ. Right. So mm-hmm. now is it, it, there's a portion of him that has been set aside for each of us to eat on. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that is found within us. Um, so where is this table now? Um, how, I mean, this table that they're talking about, it, it is found actually inside of our spirits. Yeah. Um, this is the table that we can come to any time we want to mm-hmm. um, and feast on him. Uh, and he has made it permanently so. There's not, that will never change. Um, and so. Makes me think of um, where Jesus says to the Samaritan woman, mm-hmm. 
you know, there's a time coming and, and, and now is yes. when my true worshipers will worship me in spirit yes, and in reality mm-hmm. because that is the reality. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, that's worshiping him. He's worshiped when we eat and drink of him, when we take him as our source, when we take him as our all. Yes. Um, I don't want to get out of order, but is there a way that we can practically eat of the Lord? How, how, how does how does that look today? Mm-hmm. You say you say this table's in my spirit, and we talk about eating His flesh and drinking His blood. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of people left because they thought He was talking physically. Here, here's mm-hmm. let me just cut off a chunk oh, in here. That's too crazy for me. This guy's wacko. Yeah. So, but but so Jesus the cannibal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how, so what what does it look like? Can we go over any of that at all? Yeah. Well, at least I have a new. Mm-hmm. Um, a personal example, or when I was starting to come into this idea of not relying more on myself and more on him, there was a, when we moved to Florida, I took a job in um, a completely different field of nursing than whatever was used to. And when I did that, it would actually, going to work every day, it would cause a lot of anxiety because I did not know how to do this job very well. Um, but still wanted to do it, obviously, not because I had to, really. Mm-hmm. I just, I we were working in that. And so... I had in my mind before this idea that, okay, well, how in the world am I going to partake of Jesus Christ? Or how, how am I going to get through this experience? Um, because I can't just stop in the middle of my day and go to a, some closet and go talk to him. Right. You know, how, I can't go to the bathroom and say, okay, Jesus, you know, talk, you know, just, I had to learn to do it inwardly and on the fly. Mm-hmm. Like you literally, as your day is going, learn to do this. And from this job, even for that alone is what I learned. And so what I did was, is as the anxiety would come, I would turn inward and say, you are my peace. Mm -hmm. And I would probably have to say that a thousand times a day. And it did not change my external circumstances in a way of, I still felt anxious. Mm -hmm. Um, And it probably took about three to maybe six months and two. And I can say, I'm saying that now because I don't even know when it switched. Mm -hmm. But it was gone. Mm -hmm. The anxiety, I would go to work and then there was just peace. And peace was reigning in me yeah. in this particular situation. And I'm saying that. So partaking of him is that turning to him in the moment of whatever it is and saying, you are this for me. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And just even saying thank you for that and just acknowledging that he is that source for you. Right. My source is not my anxiety. My source is his peace. Yes. And so that's what I was learning to do. And so that is what eating and drinking is. It is taking him in as that and believing by faith and taking that by faith that it is mm-hmm. that he is who he says he is. So I'm eating the person of peace mm-hmm. at that moment for me. And um, again, again, over time, it just there was peace. That was it. And he was in control. So one thing that was a, a big paradigm shift for me and, and changed things for me was um, really beginning to grasp. I talked about the fact that Jesus was in my heart. But really beginning to understand that Jesus wasn't out there, up there in heaven. You mm-hmm. know how we tend to, like, look up or raise our hands because we're trying to get closer to that God that's up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but understanding that, no, he actually dwells within me, mm-hmm. within my spirit, by his spirit. Yes. He's now mingled his spirit and mine together and now dwells within me. And so when you say turning inward, it's not because there's something of yourself to look at. No. Nope. It's because that's where Christ has chosen to dwell. Exactly. Is within us in that mm-hmm. innermost part of us. Mm-hmm. And so it's turning to him there. Mm-hmm. And it's what's beautiful about it is like, like we're never without it. 
No. You, you can't forget it at home. No. <laughs> you, know? like, you can't misplace right. it. No. I can't walk further away from him. No. Nope. Because he's put himself within us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and so we have him literally to draw from at all times. And then the other thing that, that um, helped was understanding that things like peace, things like joy. Yeah. Um, I went through a season where I was just really feeling down and I had to take him as my joy. Yes. Um, for a season. Um, those things aren't separate from him. No. Once again, he's not up there and he's going to give Dispensing, me a bucket of peace yeah. if I ask for it. Or he's going to give me a bucket of wisdom mm-hmm. if I ask for it. Or, or you know, uh, whatever it is that I feel like I need. He himself is the reality yes. of all those things. If we want peace, it's found in Jesus Christ. He gives us himself. He himself is peace. Yeah. Yes. If we want wisdom, it's found in Jesus Christ. He himself is wisdom. And so mm-hmm. knowing that he is the reality of these things, they're not separate from him, little gifts that he gives me, but he is these things. And knowing that he's given me all of himself and placed mm-hmm. himself within me, it made learning to eat and drink an entirely different experience. Yes. Um, and basically what it required, like you just said, was faith. Yes. Was then saying, okay, Lord, you said this, this is what you've done. Yep. This is who you are. And I, I take those things by faith. Yes. Um, and it doesn't instantly change necessarily how we feel. I went through a season of severe anxiety and it didn't change nope. the anxiety. It didn't magically go away. Um, but I learned to draw on the Lord. I learned to turn to him. Yes, and eat of him, take him, him as, as my, my peace, mm-hmm. that overcoming that anxiety. Yep. And it has changed dramatically in my life over yeah. time to where now I my anxiety is significantly less. Mm-hmm. And when I feel it rising up, it's that instant trigger. Yep. Turn to the one who's peace. Mm-hmm. I know who I can go to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And eat and drink of. It's, this will, it'll sound kind of bizarre, but it's almost like. In the natural, when we feel hungry, when we have mm-hmm. hunger pains, or mm-hmm. it's that that trigger yes. to eat. Yes. And although it was anxiety or it was chaos, mm-hmm. that was in a way like a trigger of exactly. hunger, hunger yes. pain to eat. Exactly. Amen. And so that happened. I'm, I'm sure, yeah, we've all experienced that weird mm-hmm. tough day, and it's just like, man, what's Lord Jesus? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Your, your strength and your your peace. Yep. Mm-hmm. You are peace, and you are in me you're in us mm-hmm. and so there's no chaos in you yep Mm-mm. so i turn to you and yes. experience you mm-hmm. and then i can experience peace yes. yes yes when we have a night of absolutely no sleep with a newborn oh, yeah mm-hmm. and we have to get up the next morning and talk on the radio for two hours yes, yes. or longer or longer <laughs> <laughs> what you hear on the radio is two hours yes. we usually talk for longer um and drawing from him as our strength, as our source. Our strength mm-hmm. source. As our stamina. words. Mm-hmm. Stamina, yes. Yep. That's good. And I appreciate the point being made by Carrie and Bridget that you don't necessarily uh, feel a change mm-hmm. right away. That no. The external circumstances do not necessarily change right away. But reckoning those things as true, yes. those things about Christ as true, um, it, 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 it's like it, it builds something inside. Yes, that, it does. That you yes. may not recognize or feel right away but there is a a a long-term um benefit from it Mm -hmm. and and it's true whether we benefit from it or not Mm -hmm. 
Exactly. Um, and it's the way the the best way to function, whether we benefit from it or not. But it does build something. It does over time. It does. Yes. And I, I honestly I believe that the fact that anxiety is not as big an issue for me now mm-hmm. is because of that spiritual something being built within mm-hmm. that spiritual yeah. life. And you're not afraid of it coming anymore. No. You're like, okay, I know what to do when it comes. Mm -hmm. I know who to turn to. I know who my source is. Yes. And you learn that. And if if anything, any experience that the Lord takes us through, if it is just for the sheer benefit of learning to turn to him and take him as our source, he will keep that that situation as it is until you learn it. Yes. Because he wants you to learn to eat from him. Say that again. People don't like to hear it. No. I mean, we want. Well, okay. I think it's important. Right. I mean, he may keep us in a particular circumstance just so we learn to turn to him. And I really feel like having that job Mm -hmm. was one of the reasons Mm -hmm. that he did that. And it wasn't, he wasn't taking it away right away. And we're an instant gratification society. We want things to change immediately. And we think, oh, if we just do the magic one, two, three, and it's just going to make it better. That's not what I'm saying. And that's not his purpose either. If I say the magic words of in his name. Sure. Or if I I say you're my peace, I'll just automatically mm -hmm. have peace. And it doesn't work that way. But what? It could. It can. It can. But But if it doesn't, then that means he's trying to do something more. Yes. Yes. He's planted a seed. Seed. And it will take some time. Mm-hmm. For that seed to grow. Yes. I think I think it was Paul who said, I even feared for my life somewhere mm-hmm. in, in mm-hmm. the scriptures. But he realized later that it was for the Lord. It was so that he would learn to turn to the Lord. That's yep. what he says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And then it was he was him, too, who asked to get the thorn removed three times. Yep. And it didn't it didn't get it removed. No. The Why? Lord said, my grace is efficient. He said so that he could learn. Yes. He could. Lord said no to Paul in his strength. Yeah. God's, Essentially. In you know? God's mm-hmm. in Paul's weakness. God's strength was made perfect. Yes. 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 I'm going to leave it there. Mm-hmm. Because exactly. I want you to learn that my grace is sufficient. And eventually you might even thank the Lord for leaving you. Yes. I did. I actually got, I did. Because he gains. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because that's what you're after. Yeah. You know, you're after him gaining. I know a sister who has Crohn's disease. Yes. And for the first few years of my relationship with her, she was desperate to be healed from this. She mm-hmm. she prayed for healing regularly. She we, asked yeah. others yeah. to pray with her for healing. She fasted. She did all these things. She was desperate for healing until finally the Lord brought her to a place where she realized what she was learning of the Lord through this. And she said, I would rather have Crohn's mm-hmm. so that I can know my Lord in this way yes. than not have it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because knowing him was infinitely more valuable yes. than even being heal- healed from this literally lifelong disease that she's yeah. going to have. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's beautiful. So, I mean, I see we're talking about more than Bible study, aren't we? <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> All right. This is some deep stuff. This going is on. some deep stuff right <laughs> but, here. But, I mean, it, it's important because some of us, well, I'll speak for myself, are a little slow in this. <laughs> so, when, when I first came in into this reality, you know, the first thing I did, you know, I sat down. I had my Bible. I had my notebook. I was playing some Christian music even. <laughs> All right. And I asked the Lord, That's what okay, you do, right? Lord, I want to eat of you. Yes. And you know what I heard? What did you hear? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, the Lord really did speak, and he said, put those things away. Oh. I mean, I was relying on commentaries yes, you were. to eat of okay. Christ. I was yep. relying on pastors to mm-hmm. eat of Christ. Mm-hmm. And the Lord was saying, I can speak to you directly. I can Amen. feed yes. you directly. Yes. You can eat of me. Come mm-hmm. right to the source yes. Yes. To, to receive from me. That's good. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> in that eating of him, I was I was turning to him. Right. Yes. You have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't um, anything in myself, but it really did move from this head knowledge mm-hmm. 
down to to the heart mm -hmm. and moving out of my head <laughs> mm -hmm. out of myself we talked about moving out of the natural man yeah. out of the natural self it was this relying on christ yeah because mm -hmm. all of a sudden you know all the scriptures i had memorized mm -hmm. you know the studying i had done you know i even got a, a bible college degree you did <laughs> and the lord was saying I'm. I can take you further in me beyond mm -hmm. that. Yes. I can show you more glorious and wonder of me. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. And what we were talking about sitting at this table, Solomon's table, that is a feast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is his daily provision. This isn't even talking about a feast. Right. But there's so much abundance in it. Yeah. Yes. This is the norm. Yeah. This, yes. is, the norm. this is the everyday yes. norm. Yes. The normal yeah. Christian life. <laughs> yes. Yes. An is. abundance of Christ. Yes. Mm -hmm. Dude. Yeah. Oh, amen. What a Lord we have. What a Christ. Yep. Christ crucified. Mm. Mm, he tastes good. Yes. I know another thing that... Dumb. No, go ahead, Tyrone. No, I was going to say the, the wheat. What was it? The other grains? There's the, meal. Meal. And yep. That's crushed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For, for it to become meal. For it to become, Processable. Yeah. Eaten. It has to be crushed. Yep. So we take the crucified Christ. Yes. yes. Not not just the, the high pie in the sky Christ too. It's mm -hmm. Christ and His mm -hmm. sufferings also. Is it yeah. witness Lee calling the processed Christ? <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's either Lee or Nee, one of those guys <laughs> talks about the pro. We can't we can't always take him raw as he is. We, it's processed through mm -hmm. these things that we've just talked about. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um. <laughs> Bridget, you want to say well, um, I was going to say. Um, that when we come to the Lord's table, when we turn to him and draw from him, um, for a long time, Andrew was talking about his Bible studies and those things. Um, I did my in-depth Bible studies for many years and my, my goal was to sin less, mm -hmm. yes. was to become a better version of myself. Oh my I had to know these things mm -hmm. so that I could live the Christian life better. Yeah. Um, and what we've learned Utter failure. <laughs> that is an utter no, failure. Talk about me. <laughs> no, I'm there with you. Um, the reality is that why do we gather together with people and eat? Mm -hmm. It's it is for enjoyment yeah. mm -hmm. and it is for communion. It yes. is for relationship, fellowship. Yes. Yeah. And that's the exact same reason the Lord draws us to His table. Yep. To enjoy Him and to have intimate communion with Him. It yes. is not so that we will sin less. No, He's already taken care of that. Exactly. Not so that we will live the <laughs> Christian life better. Nope. But it is so that we will love him. Mm -hmm. Know him and love him. Know him. And, and love loving him, him the yes. rest of it will get worked out. Yes. Right. yes. Yes. I mean, if I take Carrie out to eat and I want to get to know her and we want to get to know each other, it's not her just sitting there listening to me. <laughs> you which talking I'm sure all the would time. be fabulous and wonderful. <laughs> 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 but there's an interaction. There's a giving and receiving. There's, yes. a, there's this mutual declaring yes. together. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's not a somber occasion. No. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I hope not. I, I, you, know, you know, Bridget used <laughs> the term when she just said, you know, each time we come to the Lord's table and it just sparked this memory in me, I had always known the Lord's table to be this rectangle altar looking thing at the front of the sanctuary yep. where the grape juice and the Eat wafers were, were and it was always a somber occasion because we were remembering our sins and you know turning yeah. away from our sins to the lord and oh. and it was a somber and so this the idea of the lord's table being this small somber 
occasion to focus on myself. Yes, to yeah. focus on what I've done, what I need to turn away Not from, to sin less, like Bridget said. Blah. But that the oh. Lord's table is this big banqueting table. Yes. And, and, and next hour we're going to talk about his banqueting hall. Oh, yeah. yes. And all that this is. And that is a, an, an enjoyment. Yes. And because and, uh, what, what do you say here? You say the chief entertainment, even. Somebody says that somewhere. Mm-hmm. What's the chief entertainment? Right. Spiritual food. Yes. And so entertainment isn't somber. Entertainment is enjoyable and there's a liveliness. And yes, like Andrew was saying, this conversation, this communion, it's not going to be this dead, boring, somber. Well, what do you like? No, I like steak. What do you like? I like fat oxen. Fat oxen. Yeah. Robot. 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 Awesome. Anyway. So, do we want to sing this one? I do. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, we all know we'll, this we'll, one. We'll, we'll wrap up this segment with this song. Yes. Awesome. We come to you, Jesus, to give you all praise, all glory and power to worship your name. We gather together to seek out your face, to know you more, Jesus, is our only aim. Come on. Come to the table and feed on his words. Dine with the shepherd and let him be heard. One to another, your love we express. You're the greatest of treasures that we now possess. Yes, you're listening to To the Saints. We'll be right back. Oh, yes. There is one affair to remember, and that is... The Lord and His Bride. Whose love? Yes. Welcome back to the Saints. To to the Saints. Um, we are going very quickly through another segment of uh, what is this called? Song of Songs. That book right there. With the Lord and His Bride and the longest love story, the only love story in Greatest all of history. Greatest love story. Own, yes. We've lost Tyrone. But other than that, everybody else is still here. This is RC. This is Allison. This is Andrew. This is Carrie. And this is Bridget. All right. We're, we're now in Chapter 2, finally. woo <laughs> <laughs> We mentioned a little of Chapter 2 last week, and so we're getting back to it now. And starting with 2-1, I am the Rose of Sharon, the Lily of the Valleys. Like a lily among the thorns, so is my darling among the maidens. Where it's actually the bride, the Shulamite woman, saying it first, I am the Rose of Sharon. But I had always grown up hearing that the Lord was the Rose of Sharon. That he was the lily in the valley, the lily among the thorns. And he's actually affirming that she is the Rose of Sharon, that she is the lily. And it still works, though, because guess what? <laughs> Christ and his bride. They're one. They're one. Mm-hmm. They're one in the same. The bridegroom and the Christ are one. Christ is, he, he is the bride. He is his body. He is mm-hmm on the other aspects of that eternal purpose that is so glorious. And he has given all of himself to her. Yes. 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 So if he is the lily, she is the lily. Yes. And it is him and these aspects of himself that make her that worthy counterpart to himself. Right. That she can be a lily and he can be a lily. She gets to be kind of his own kind. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. And also the lily among the thorns. So this lily is very sweet, right? Everybody likes a lily. 
It's a pretty lily. Mm-hmm. They smell good, too. Yes. They do. But it's found among the brambles, the thorns. What does that mean? Does that have any consequence for us? Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is what we've been talking about last hour, that inner peace, you know, that inner, that eating of the Lord, the spiritual, we draw from a new source. That source yeah. is different, even though there are thorns around. Mm-hmm. And because we are found among the thorns, guess what? There's going to be pain and suffering, and there's going to be the not fun things of life. That's yeah. what the thorns there are really representing, that that even even among those thorns, we still have this sweet, sweet life. Mm-hmm. The thorns and thorny circumstances accompany this sweet, beautiful life. Jesus even says, you will know something about the sufferings, right? You mm-hmm. will have sufferings. Yep. He promises that. Servant isn't greater than his master. Mm-hmm. And if that's how they're treating the master. It reminds me of um, Hind's Feet on High Places. Yes. And the Lord gives her two handmaidens to walk yes. the path with. Yes. And they're, um, I know suffering's one. Sorrow. Sorrow, Sorrow is the other. Yes. Sorrow and suffering are her two handmaidens um, along this, this path, this journey. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to mention that book earlier in the in the program last hour um, about laying down the promise mm-hmm. because in that book she lays down the promise mm-hmm. the thing that he promised her yeah he, yeah he the shepherd promised her this and she even lays that down yeah for altar. him yep because she wants the shepherd more than just his promise than, than yeah. the promise he becomes more precious to her than than the promise even yep, yep. so then we get brought into this banqueting house not a banqueting. Or hall, banqueting hall or house, which also means what, Andrew? House of wine. <laughs> <laughs> they went to a house of wine. What? Wow. That sounds amazing. <laughs> it does. It it's really a banqueting does. hall. A house. Yes. Of wine. <laughs> a house of wine. Not grape juice. Yep. <laughs> This is in verse 4 now. He has brought me to his banquet hall, which is literally house of wine, and his banner over me is love. That's verse 4 there. So a house of wine. There's no intention on leaving this place anytime soon. Nope. A house of wine isn't just a place you go visit for a few minutes and then leave. Mm-mm. You're at home. It's a home, a house. It's a place, a dwelling. There is no need for leaving. We are at rest. We just talked about in the last segment how uh, Solomon ripped all the peace that is around Israel right now. Mm-hmm. And so we are, we can spend all the time we want to in this house of wine because there's no wars going on. There's, there's no. nothing else really calling for our time at this time. And so there's no need for leaving. We are at rest. His banner over us is love. The banner is raised. The victory is won. This this banner here, you, know, you raise your standard, your banner, in when the war is over. And it's a, it's a victory. The battle's over. Solomon represents the king at peace, mm-hmm. and we are at peace and rest. The work is completed. The Amen. love is a victorious love. Amen. This love is a peaceful, resting, victorious love. We know that the work was done in the Eternals. We've talked about that, the Lamb slain before the foundation of the earth. And then Christ walked this same victorious, peaceful, resting love out in space and time and completed that work on the cross. Mm-hmm. He said, it is finished. Yep. It's done. That love is now our banner. That love is now our banner, raised in victory and peace. 
And he is love. Mm -hmm. He is a personification of love. So that banner of love is himself Mm -hmm. raised over us. Yes. Yes. We are clothed in that banner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We are surrounded. We're engulfed. Yeah. By our Lord. Yeah. So at this point in the church's life, in, 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 in the individual believer's life, um, at this at this point with the Lord, um, while there is a learning to take the Lord as our all for him to be our center, um, there's there's still so much more to go. Yes, because at this point, um, it the focus for for the bride has been more of what the king can do for me yes. and what the king can be for me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and, and she's learning to for she's learning how to take the king as her all. And that's good. That's good. However, there is more. And and the king wants to be able to take from her, Mm -hmm. draw from her eventually. Eat Um, from her. Eat from her. Yes. Yes. And so um, this this is beautiful in the Lord bringing her to this place. And, And... it would seem like, well, this is this is a wonderful place. And we're talking about being in the house of wine, being at rest, being in victory. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. this, this is the end. Yeah, this this should be it because right. this is great. But there's actually so much more that the Lord is after. But wait, there's more. Um, right. And that's and that's where we're headed. We are headed there and we'll get there next week. Yep. When we enter into this new world, because mm-hmm. we can't. Because we, we talked about the initial love, the faltering love, the growing love, transforming love, and mature love. We can't move on in our old world anymore. No, we cannot. There's a new world to come. Yep. We'll learn about that next hour, a little bit. <laughs> You're listening to... To the Saints. This is R.C. This is Tyrone. <laughs> And this is Andrew. This is Carrie. This is Bridget. And this is Allison. Mm-hmm.